welcome to episode two of the new podcast series from Medigold Health called Medigold Matters. Medigold Health is one of the UK's leading providers of health and wellness solutions to anyone who employs people, making sure that those people are fit, healthy, able to work and well. I'm John Griff and month by month we hear from a variety of people contributing to the Medigold story. This month we introduce you to something which is destined to become a core part of the future trajectory of the business. It goes by the initials ES and G. Jane Winter has recently joined Medigold Health as its ESG champion. ESG isn't going away. ESG is forever and it's not just an outcome of the pandemic. Medigold Health are taking this really seriously. They they know that we need to do this to set our sights really high. Adrian Price is an associate professor in the Faculty of Business and Law at the University of Northampton. It's responsibility of all of us, and we all have a part to play. A, we need it, the moral case. B, there's growing evidence that well-run businesses do this stuff anyway. And the other way around, if you do this stuff, you'll Mm. probably have a better well-run business. Jane and Adrian are my guests. This is Medigold Matters. Jane Winter is a relative newcomer to the Medigold team. After a career in administration and human resources matters, she's been brought in to head up its activities in the fields of the environment, its social working and its governance for the future, E, S and G. I asked her for her thoughts about the company since joining it. I've been really impressed um, with what I've seen, with what I've heard. Um, I joined the company mid-pandemic um, and... That in itself, you know, people are learning to work in a different way. I've not met the majority of my colleagues yet, um, other than over a screen. Um, But I can see the the way that the team works together at Medigold and the commitment that they have and the hard work and, and wanting things to be successful still and how they've had to flex to deliver continue to deliver the, the you know the high quality services that they do um, especially over the last you know 18 months um, so I'm, I'm really excited to be you know part of the team you're very much at ground zero working for a health and well-being company that reaches out to so many other clients in so many other sectors as well mm-hmm. we ought to explain the jargon what does ESG stand for and what does it mean in real terms okay ESG, so environmental, um, is um, obviously everything that we do. We look at, what we're starting to look at is um, what energy do we use? What's our carbon footprint? Um, Our companies look at, are they using any raw materials? And if so, what are they doing? And what's the carbon footprint of that? Um, So everything we do, our lighting, the energy. um, So it's all that environmental footprint. The S is the social impact. So that's the impact that an organisation has on its community, on its workforce, all of the uh, stakeholders to that business. Um, So that, again, can include paying conditions, um, how you look after your staff. Again, I'm going back to the pandemic, especially now, I think this is going to be um, increased significantly for organisations mm. and the impact mm. that they're, they're having, they sure. continue to have on their workforce. Yeah. And the G is the governance side. Um, so that is how how is the organisation structured? Who's sitting on the board? What's the balance of uh, a ratio of male maybe to female on the board as well? What do the articles of association say? Is it about... Um, 
uh, are they there for purely for profit and going forward I think organizations are looking at uh, profit planet and the people that is an enormous brief you've got a lot of fingers in a lot of pies there I have. I didn't quite realise how wide it was, I have to say. Um, but I think that is the joy and the challenge um, of the role. You know, I get to have the opportunity to work with people across the whole of the organisation. Um, and that's quite a privilege to be able to, to look and, and see how we can improve our ESG impact. All right. Well, welcome to Medigold in that case. Thank welcome you. to Medigold Health. Uh, the fact that you are here says something about the company's attitude and, and its commitment, its trajectory towards ESG. What is that strategy as far as you see it? And, and, and how are you going to deliver whatever that strategy is over whatever period of time? You talk about carbon footprint. We could be looking decades mm, down the road mm. there. ESG isn't going away. ESG is forever. Um, and, um, and it's not just a, an outcome of the pandemic, which I think a lot of people may see. Previously, uh, organisations, private organisations got involved with uh, corporate social responsibility, which tended to be uh, more philanthropic, so or contributions to charities or maybe uh, opportunities for their staff to go and get involved in a volunteering project. Medigold Health are taking this really seriously. They, they know that we need to do this and we're using the B Corp framework to set our sites really high. What is B Corp? B Corp was set up in the US in 2006. It's a standard, it's um, incredibly robust. You look at all elements of a business. So it's the environmental impact, it's the, it's the, work, it's the impact on workers, it's impact on your community, it's impact on what you're doing. And you have to score points. And scoring points is incredibly challenging. There's around 4,000 certified B Corp organisations across the world. I think there's probably around 500 organisations that are B Corp certified in the UK now and we want to be able to benchmark ourselves with the best in the world. You mentioned there that by having B Corp accreditation, by having that that tick in the box, it makes you more attractive to clients and this is about business but how far do you see what you are doing with Medigold Health? Perhaps influencing your clients to perhaps come on board and do the same things as you're doing or indeed those clients influencing what you do here? First of all I would say we would love to support other businesses, other local businesses, other national businesses. We are a UK-wide company and take them with us on this journey. Uh, We think that's really important and we're developing our skills and we're learning how to do that and we want to shout about what we're doing whilst also achieving our B Corp status. And taking people with you means not just clients, it's not just an edict from the top, it's not a memo from head office. You've got to get hearts and minds involved in this, and you've been doing that. You've got an app which involves the staff. How's that been going down, and and what does the app involve? So we've partnered with Greener. It's a new app that's um, available, and we've had a group of staff testing it, so we've been guinea pigs for them for a little while, and we've just launched it across the whole of the workforce and what it measures is your carbon footprint for the food that you eat and how you travel. We are encouraging all staff to get involved and if they can complete the questionnaire just to give us an idea of what their carbon footprint is then we will offset uh, that carbon footprint for the month of August. 
there is a big grin on your face when you say that. Are you expecting certain members of staff to have a few surprises when they complete that? <laughs> My dream would be for every member of staff, and that's over 500 members of staff, to take the app and, and use the app. If we can gather some really important information and start engaging our workforce in something that's fun, we want to make this engaging, we want to start the conversation, and the Greener app is one way to do that. Um, it's just a small part of our ESG agenda, but it is a, it's an important step. You're involving clients, you're involving staff, you're involving the entire company. You've been out into the world of academia as well, and you've been working with Near Neighbours, the University of Northampton. Why have you decided to do that, and what are you looking to get out of that relationship between you and the university? So Adrian Price from the university um, originally approached our CEO, Alex Goldsmith, and had a conversation about ESG and also about B Corp. So that was how Medigold started its journey. And it's great to have the university and Adrian cheerleading us as we go. And I think we're learning together. I think we're looking at opportunities to how we can strengthen that partnership going forward and what that may entail. Um, it's early days, but I think that the foundation is, is definitely there. It's impressive stuff. It's, it's big ticket networking that we're talking about. And the implications are global because you mentioned that there are 4,000 businesses across the globe who are yeah. currently engaged in this. You're one of the pathfinder organisations in this country. That must place Medigold Health in a position where if all goes to plan, it's a very important part of the credibility of the company going forward and what it does for clients and in turn their workforces too. Absolutely. It sends a clear message about what we what we want to achieve, not only to deliver high quality services, but it's also about we care about everything that our company can touch. Jane, thank you very much indeed. You've referenced Adrian Price from the University of Northampton. I'm delighted to say that for this edition of Medigold Matters, Adrian is with us. He might be here again in the future. But Adrian, good to have you on the podcast. Thanks very much indeed for joining us. What does this kind of collaboration between the University of Northampton and Medigold Health bring to, well, not just Medigold Health, but also you in academia too? Well, the benefit is definitely twofold. Um, working with the local business, they know their business, they're in a goldfish bowl, they're at the cold face, very close to the business and all the challenges and perhaps don't always have that time to reflect or look above the parapet. And, you know, in university, it's a great platform um, to be curious about things. And indeed, my job is to try to keep abreast of latest thinking, what's going on around the world. As Jane says, we're learning together on this journey. I think Jane's been, um, you know, very impressive in a very structured approach uh, to match the sort of conceptual framework. And what I you know, hope I can bring is just, if she has any questions or doubts, seeing a bigger picture, how does it fit in? Has anyone else, or do I know of anyone else that perhaps has faced this same challenge before? It's responsibility of all of us, and we all have a part to play. Mm. A, we need it, the moral case. B, there's growing evidence that, you know, well-run businesses do this stuff anyway. And the other way around, if you do this stuff, you'll mm. probably have a better well-run business. And I think the first time I met Alex, I did make a presentation actually at a, at a Grant Thornton do. And we were sat on the same table afterwards. And he said, Adrian, for the first time, somebody's talking to me about this stuff from a business case, not from a, an ideological case or a sort of moral case. You've talked to me in the language you understand. And it is a complex space. 
without a doubt. It's fast moving, it's growing, it's accelerating as a result of COVID. And really, I feel a responsibility as well as a passion, but a responsibility to help simplify and help bring all this alphabet soup and jigsaw down into how can we help companies like Medigold embrace it and benefit from it? Well, precisely that. Any organisation that embraces it has got to get a benefit out of it. Having said that, Jane also said, look out the window, you can see climate change going on right now. Jane's instanced some of the things that are already going on in what is going to be a long programme. How far can you steer them to the right solutions? I think they're doing very, very well with a focus, which is the B Corp, this B Corp framework or accreditation. And that um, means that a company doesn't have to start trying to do this stuff and reinvent the wheel. And it takes time. This is a three to five year journey, probably, right, to really say we've got the benefits. Organizations have to almost pivot. And the benefit is, though it hurts in the short term, the benefit is that your employees will get a better, more holistic, integrated view of your business, which means I think they'd be more productive and able to to support it far more. Therefore, you know, what do they say in in business? If you can measure it, you can manage it. Um, Bringing those disciplines, business disciplines, into this broader way to think about your business will make for a stronger business. So it's a tsunami. If you don't do it, I think you're going to get caught out the wrong side of history. Doing it's difficult, but in the three to five year framework, you should be able to see a stronger, more robust business. Okay. What is the way to achieve it, given that you're now talking not only to me, but to the public and to the workforce of Medigold Health? Well, so there's definitely an urgency from climate change and this year it's it's you know we've seen the effects of climate change and we've got the big conference at the end of the year um frankly if you're not taking care of the environment shame on you because the tools and techniques and the measurements are there and i think this brings more the new frontier in this whole space of esg which is the social element and how you treat and manage your people and how you get the best out of your people, and how do you drive more innovation from your people. Because the old days of, look, come to work and, you know, I'll tell you what to do and leave your values and your passion at the front door are over. So for me, yeah, environmentalism is absolutely critical. It's not a question of, you know, that should diminish and social elements should get bigger. Keep on doing the good stuff and get better at environmental, but the social, which will be the glue that knits it all together, is perhaps where there's less measurement at the moment. That is where academia is really trying to work out how do we measure the social return on some of these things we do. On this journey, I think there are, you know, I can see lots of other um, hurdles or frameworks that we will get to. But, you know, I don't want to frighten Jane or either. She's doing a great job on one. And I think, you know, we will see within not three to five years here in the company, we're already seeing the benefits in the next Six to 12 months, I think we see some significant tangible foundations to keep on getting better and better at all this stuff. Jane, Adrian talks about the gains that are available to Medigold Health, its workforce, the planet, its clients over a period of time. And it's one thing to work with academia, but you've now got to put this into practice. And that means concerted effort. It means sustained work over what, for many people, now looks like quite a long time. That's quite some commitment because it requires not only work, but budget and cost as well. Are you in for the the long haul on this? Yeah, I think, as I said before, you know, ESG is, is forever. 
Um, it has to be part of everything that we do. It becomes part of our DNA. Um, we already have some really strong values at Medigold and the ESG agenda sits nicely within those values. Um, it is changing hearts and minds at the organisation and I think we're starting to do that. I've had many meetings with, with colleagues from across the organisation already and started talking to them about the agenda that sits within their service area. We are, at every opportunity, we're trying to blog on our people blog and, and put some interesting and, and fun facts and, and getting people involved, whether it's an environmental. And again, environmental impact is something that is tangible for people that they can start doing, but it's, it's maybe giving them some additional information and education. I also think we need to do uh, and start getting better at communicating and receiving information and listening to our employees as well and saying what's important to you. This is our agenda, but but talk to us and tell us what your priorities are as well. So you're talking about a two-way dialogue, an ongoing Absolutely. dialogue. Yes, and I, and that, that's, that's key and that's critical. Um, and I think I will feel that my job is, is, is working really well when people are starting to come to me and going, what about this and what about this, as opposed to me knocking on their door going, what about this and have you thought about this? You know, I can see that already. People are now starting to think, well, if I take this decision at work, what are the ESG implications of it? Mm. So it is starting to happen um, and we've got to allow people to be able to innovate. And even if it's not on the B Corp agenda, actually, we still want to hear because that's where other exciting things happen. The company has, has signed up to this. The company gets it. You are, I guess, starting from a point where people have heard the messages about, in particular, climate change, the social issues of the world in which we live. So individuals can look out of the window and see the, the importance of these subjects, which are now going to be part of the working day. This is early doors as far as your involvement with Medigold Health. But are you seeing the green shoots? And I know I'm mixing metaphors here, but are you seeing the green shoots of people saying, yes, I get it. I sign up to this and I want to be part of this because you talk about delivering uh, messages to management, that's then got to drill down to the rank and file workforce mm -hmm. of this company. It's got to get through to everybody. Is that a big ask or do you think that's pushing against a, an already open door, do you think? I think talking to some colleagues, um, the door is already open, you know, um, and that that's great. Some of my early conversations, people didn't actually think about the impact of ESG on their um, the service that they were delivering um, so it was great to kind of go have a look at this framework see what you think and then they've come back and they've started putting suggestions forward and asking me for what, what do you think about this energy provider what about this what should we do with this um, obviously there are costs involved so again we've we've come into this with not much of a budget if at all um, and again we've got to start building that in because as Adrian said it will cost us, but actually the environmental costs outweigh and the social um, impact costs, again, outweigh what, we, what we're trying to achieve. So it is step by step. We want to take people with us, um, but it's, it's, a, it's a team event and Medigold Health is a team and we want to listen and learn as well. Do you feel that this is part of the DNA of the company already? You're just putting the ESG name to it now? Yes, I think so. One of the things when I joined, um, and 
I think my my career has been sort of very values driven and actually coming to Medigold and seeing the values that they've put together in their mission statement that was um, it's not it's been done relatively recently just prior to the pandemic I believe and that was following you know lots of discussions and lots of listening and lots of consultation with the staff um, and I think ESG sits very nicely um, with the the values and it's been quite easy to tie in the ESG agenda to the values that we've already got. Adrian Jane has talked about how the DNA of Medigold Health perhaps has a lot of this embedded in it already. The coming years will bring that out. But what would you see from an academic perspective as being the benefits in a way that perhaps somebody who might be listening to this who isn't part of Medigold Health would be then saying, actually, this is something that we need to sign up to as well, so that 4,000 becomes 8,000, becomes 16,000 companies combating this tsunami that you've been talking about already on the podcast today. Well, Medigold is in an influential position, as you say, because it's a business-to-business company in many ways. Its clients are businesses, so it has a role and can influence. Now, if we look at, you know, summarise what's going on, Yeah, businesses are signing up voluntarily, but is there regulation coming? Will they have to do this very soon? And my my belief is there will be regulation very soon. There is already a big campaign uh, behind the Better Business Act, which B Corp are one of the sponsors on, and that is to change company law to make this not voluntary but obligatory, that you take into account all of your stakeholders, that you take into account people, planet and profit, and you report on it accordingly. In simple terms, environmentalism, let's call it resource management, good housekeeping. Most of the stuff, energy, waste, is already in your profit and loss account. So if you manage that, you can reduce your costs, make your profits. That's very clear. On the people side, I think the opportunity here, and the social side, is productivity and new products and services. And one of the things that we should, Jane, talk about in the management team meeting is how can this whole this whole issue of what sounds like a little bit abstract and yeah fuzzy fluffy stuff actually how can we use it to drive innovation innovation in productivity and products within the organization Um, it is about you know people being well and um, healthy at work okay so in a similar way that csr is moving in that direction from stop doing harm to actually positively do good i think that medigold have a very interesting opportunity here to not only keep people healthy, but to help them become more productive. Adrian, thanks very much indeed. Jane, final question for you today. Clearly, this succeeds or falls based on partnership working, partnership within the company, partnership with clients, uh, partnership with the planet. Uh, How much are people going to be seeing of you getting around the network in the near future? You're a new arrival. How familiar are you going to be to people because I guess that the whole of this strategy has got to have a visibility as well and clearly you're the champion of that. Yeah it's critical Um, and I think that's why working with Adrian in the university is really helpful because again he's given us access to lots of other businesses being part of the Be Leader Training Programme has given me access to lots of people also wanting to sponsor the B Corp initiative across the country and it's great to as well as obviously we start with our own workforce and we network across our own workforce and then we we continue talking to other businesses locally and nationally as well and internationally I have had the the fantastic thing about ESG is there are so many webinars 
Uh, the other day, I was on a, I was learning about carbon footprint, um, and you know there were people from all over. There were presentations from South Africa, from America, you know people, and I'm getting to hear and learn constantly because the information is out there. And it's what we do with that information and how we turn that to something really positive for Medigold Health. It's a fascinating topic, and when you consider its implications within the company, outside of the company. And of course, outside into the public domain of the general public, the ramifications of this are absolutely colossal. I have no doubt that in the future, uh, perhaps on another edition of Medigold Matters, we'll be doing updates and we'll be keeping people abreast of developments. But for now, Adrian Price, Jane Winter, thank you very much indeed. Good luck. Thank Thank you. you. That's the head of ESG at Medigold Health, Jane Winter, and from the University of Northampton, Adrian Price. We're at the end of our time together for this, the second edition of Medigold Matters. My thanks to Jane and Adrian for their time and for talking to me. Thanks to you too for listening. Join me again in a few weeks' time for the next edition of Medigold Matters. Until then, goodbye.